I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello and welcome to Misconception 2 of the 10 Misconceptions that Limit You Reaching Your Full Potential. We've all formed concepts and beliefs based on our upbringing, our environment, and how we've experienced life thus far. But some of these beliefs may not be serving us well. They may be limiting, narrow in scope, or just plain wrong. Yet these perceptions are informing our lives, and if we never examine them or open our mind to newer and more expansive ideas, we may never grow. So we are going to explore and shift our perspectives on some of these beliefs. Misconception number two, God is only male. God is both masculine and feminine. The reason why we refer to God as masculine is because we inherently recognize that our souls are the feminine aspect of our beings. The soul is that part of us that's in the physical world. Matter, mother, as in Mother Earth. The portion of ourselves in spirit is the masculine aspect of our being. Therefore, we tend to refer to God as masculine. But in reality, God is both masculine and feminine. And we likewise are made in that image. Let me explain further. Each time the universal Father, Mother, God speaks the word, I am, You can find in the book of John, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But each time that word, I am, is spoken, God is individualized and a unique manifestation or presence comes into being. And that I am presence is you and me. It is the source individualized as each one of us. From out of this individualized I am presence, Twin beings, representing the Father, Mother, God, come forth. In the first book of Genesis, you read, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him, male and female created he them. Twin beings, often referred to as twin flames or twin souls, have a unique pattern and a unique divine plan to externalize. Their divine blueprints are identical. In fact, they're identical in every way, except for the fact that one is the masculine polarity, which is the positive charge, and one is the feminine polarity, which is the negative charge. So you have the positive, the negative, the yin and the yang of the whole. So you have a twin flame that is literally your other half. And just as Benjamin Franklin discovered when flying his kite, And Thomas Edison, who brought forth the light bulb, when the positive and negative energies of the universe unite, power and creation result. And just as in the case of electricity, when man and woman unite, there is also creation. In the Christian tradition, we refer to this polarity as Alpha and Omega. In the Eastern traditions, it's symbolized in the Tai Chi symbol. 
And even though you and your twin flame are the opposite polarity from one another, each of you is whole within yourself as God's source is indivisible. This means that you and your twin flame each have an individualized I am presence that again is androgynous, both masculine and feminine. Twin flames are meant to incarnate into the material world together for a number of times and then return to their source together, which actually happened in the earlier ages that are not recorded in our current history. You can go back and listen to some of our very first episodes to learn more about that. But due to the perfection on earth at this time and the negative karma we have created through the misuse of divine energy, that's not happening. Therefore, the deep longing in our soul to find our other half is fulfilled through male and female relationships or through a spiritual life where the individual is married to Christ. The question then arises regarding the physical changing of genders when one does not feel comfortable in the body they were born in. Depending on our evolutionary path and the energies we need to master in a particular life, we may be born into a male or female body. And while we may not feel comfortable in that particular body, it nevertheless is the body we chose because there were lessons to be learned and energies to be mastered. Therefore, changing one's gender is not advisable, as it interferes with the greater plan for the soul, which may not be apparent to the individual once they've left the spiritual realms and entered the more limited physical dimension. We don't remember our previous embodiments. We don't remember being in the spirit planes, making all these plans. Now, there are a variety of reasons as to why someone may wish to change their gender, ranging from spiritual and or social rebellion to being affected by chemicals or environmental conditions that influence the chemistry in the physical body. Since we're androgynous beings expressing one of the polarities in an individual lifetime, you can see how environmental influences could become an influence regarding which gender one may feel like. In the case of children who've recently arrived in this physical dimension, they're still feeling their wholeness. And while there's a movement to de-genderize children, it is not the best idea from a spiritual perspective. It is important that the soul identifies with its plan for its life and the opportunity to overcome whatever is its particular mission. We don't want that to be thwarted in any way. This does not mean that children need to be stereotyped and taught limitations based on their gender. No matter male or female, universal truths and principles can be taught that will lead to soul freedom as the individual matures and fulfills its divine purpose. The second question that arises is the practice of homosexuality. As already stated, the entire universe is based on the masculine and feminine principles that are, in reality, polarities of the whole. In the spiritual realms, they're one. But in the physical dimension, so while male and female are separate, they are two halves of the whole. And when these two powerful forces unite, the result is creation. A simple demonstration using magnets demonstrates the attraction and wholeness of opposite polarities and the repelling of the same polarities. 
From a spiritual perspective, when members of the same sex try to unite sexually, there is the same repelling as with the magnets of the same polarity. Energy's discharged. I'm talking about repelling energy. Energy is discharged at the level of the lower spiritual centers, resulting in the misuse of the life force, which from a spiritual perspective is not a lawful use of that energy. So God is male and female. You have another half. And in a previous episode, we've talked about twin flames and soulmates. You may want to go back and listen to that. Remember, you are divine. You were created for a purpose. And that purpose is unique. While here, you're meant to externalize and develop your unique divine qualities and then return back to God, your source. You won't want to miss next week for the third misconception. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.